Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. Good evening. Thank you for such a warm welcome. I didn't even say anything yet, but it is really good to be with you this evening. Uh, I want to jump right into the scriptures for this evening. Um, it's been such a great time of worship. It's been so good to be with you. Um, what an amazing group of students. Do you guys know you're amazing? Do you guys know you're pretty cool? I think you are. Leaders, would you agree with me? Yes, yes. I brought a bucket with me today. It's pretty small bucket. But typically when we come to weekends such as this, we come with an expectation. What I could say is my first point tonight is why bring such a small bucket with small expectations? We could say, let's have bigger expectations. And I would say, let's have bigger expectations. But this bucket I want to bring to you because there's a scriptures, there's a story in scriptures in John chapter 4. I want to read for yourself if you can about a woman who brings a bucket to a well. And it says that she brought her bucket to the well, and we all know why. Why did she bring the bucket to the well? To get water. To get water. She comes at noon. That's important to know. She comes at noon because she was expecting that nobody else would be there. Because typically in those times, people would come in the morning to get their water for the start of the day, and they'd come in the evening to get their water for the end of the day. Noon would be pretty hot, so most people avoided going to the water to get water at noon. But she came at noon because she had the expectation that if I go at noon, that nobody else would see me. And she didn't want to be seen, because she had a lot of shame. She brought this bucket with an expectation of going to a well to get water, and nobody would be there. I will tell you the rest of her story, but as you hear the rest of her story, you will find that she was disappointed time and time again. Because she came at noon because she thought nobody would be there, but when she got there, there was this man named Jesus. What was he doing here? Nobody was supposed to be here. I am trying to, she is saying, avoid everybody. That's why I'm here at noon. And not only is there someone here, there's this Jewish man, and she is a Samaritan woman. And in case you don't know, Jews and Samaritans do not connect with each other. So Jesus at the well, tired at noon, looks at this woman who approached the well, and he says to her, can you also use your bucket to draw me some water? She looks at Jesus and says, you are a Jew, in case you didn't know it, and I am a Samaritan woman. She's making it known that Jesus, I see you. You are a Jewish man. As a Jew, you're not supposed to talk to me as a Samaritan. As a man, you should be talking to me as a woman. And why are you here? Let me just say this. I love that Jesus shows up in the places we think he shouldn't be. I love that he interrupts us in those places that we think we're hiding from people and even from God himself, and Jesus just shows up. So she says, you are a Jewish man, why are you talking to me? And Jesus then says, if you knew who you were speaking to, you would actually ask me for water, and I would give you better water than the one you're using this bucket to draw. And she says, well, sir, you don't even have a bucket. I have a bucket. I came ready to get my bucket filled with water. 
What are you going to use to draw water? This water that you speak of that brings life. And in John chapter 4, verse 14, I want to read this verse for us. John chapter 4, verse 14. Verse 13. Uh, verse 14. 13 and 14. There we go. Jesus answered and said, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become will come become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now I want to pause right here. I want y'all to welcome me in this part. Because Jesus says something that is actually a promise. And I want us to see if he fulfills this promise. Anybody, can you tell me in this statement, in this scripture, what did Jesus promise in here? First hand I saw, say it loud for us, please. He promised eternal life. Thank you. Let's hold on to that. Let's add to it. What else did he promise? What, what would it look like as eternal life? Everlasting water. Everlasting water. Let's add to that. Thank you. Let's add this. Let's say about saw another handful cup. What else did he promise in this in this verse? Yes. You'll never be thirsty again. And what would this everlasting water look like? What would happen? How would it show itself? Anybody? Spring. Is that David? David yeah, Michael? Using those, those strong lungs. Say it again, David. A spring of water. A spring of water. It wouldn't just trickle. It wouldn't just be present. It would be a spring of water. Let's see. Let's have eyes. Let's have ears to see and hear if he fulfills that promise. He says, if those who drink this water, as we all said, will come in them like a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman then says, all right, well, give me some of this water. I'm thirsty. I'm tired of coming back to this, this well at noon, trying to avoid everybody else. And then Jesus, he does this, y'all. Have you noticed this in your own life yet? Where you think I'm just going to bring the surface stuff, and he's like, let's go a little bit deeper. Can we go a little bit deeper? Yes. Only five people want to go deeper. Can we go a little bit deeper? Yes. Jesus says, well, go and get your husband. He says, Oh, sir, I don't have a husband. And Jesus says, you are correct. In fact, you have had five husbands, and the man you are with is not your husband. Why are you putting her information out there like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we just get to the point where we have this water exchange? Why do you got to bring out my personal life? Right? But let me pause here. Can we pause here for a moment? Because our first thought would be, man, what kind of woman is this? And I don't know what issues she had going on in her life. I don't know what sin she had in her life. I'm going to talk about sin. Sin is pleasing to thee, but it's not good for I have no idea what sin was in her life. But Jesus is pointing out some things, not just personal, but also social. What's good to know is that women didn't have the right to also file for divorce back then. So she was divorced from five times. That also meant that five different men told her she was not enough. I heard that. And here is who? A man meeting her at a well and saying, I see you. Why was she avoiding everybody? Because she had had five husbands and had one man now who wasn't her husband. And she did not want the social world to see her. And here is a man who is more than a man because once he acknowledged that she had these five husbands and the man she was with them was her husband. You looked at him and said, you're no longer just a man who was a Jew who should be talking to me, but you know all these things about me. You must be a prophet. 
And Jesus begins and continues to encounter her and says, you must be a prophet. And then she talks about where we should worship. Her ancestors have a different way of worshiping. And then the Jews have a different way of worshiping God. And Jesus ends up saying, there will come a time where God will seek worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. And this woman looks at Jesus and she says to him, I know that the Messiah, the Christ, is coming when he comes who explained everything to us. And Jesus declared, I, the one speaking, am he. And it says to this woman, I love this part, I, the one seeking, is he. And it says to this woman in verse 28, we're not going to put this on the screen, but this is what it says. The woman, leaving her water jar, went back to the town and said to the people, come and see a man who told me everything I did. Could this be the Messiah? All right, let's go back. Let's throw one. This woman came when to the well. Let's see who was paying attention. When did she come to the well? What time of day? Noon. Why did she come at noon? Get water and what else? Avoiding people. I think I heard that. Not to be seen. And she brought with her a bucket. Water. At the end of the story, what did she leave behind? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You brought a bucket to get water, but when you left, you left the very thing you brought. You came to the well thinking this is what you needed. This day is, I just need to get some water. But you left the very item, the very container that you thought you needed. But Jesus made this promise. Anybody, he made a promise. If I give you this water, it will do what? And how will it give you a time? What would it look like? It would spring up. Remember I told you you had eyes and ears to see now, let's all throw around ourselves. She went at noon because she was trying to avoid people. I just read this verse that she went back to the very people she was trying to avoid, and she said to the very people she was hiding from, she then went back to them and said, Come and see! And I met the Messiah. The very people she was ashamed of encountering, she went and found. I don't know about you, but if something bubbled up like a spring of living water, it was this. It was her going back to her community that she was avoiding. It was her going back to the place of shame. It was her going back to the people where she believed she had no voice and declared, I have met the Messiah. Coming to the well with a bucket. In shame and brokenness on another day at noon alone to get born. I wonder what the bucket is in your life. I wonder what container you have that you say, if only I could have this feel, my life would have meaning. If only I could have this feel, I'll have the sustenance that I need for the day. I wonder what the bucket is in your life that you came this weekend with and said, God, if only I could have this be filled today or this weekend that made my life have meaning. And maybe Christ is encountering you and saying, put that bucket down. I got something so much more for you. That the water you're seeking, you'll be thirsty again. The foundation you're building on will crumble again. But if you will taste this water that I have for you, not only will you never thirst again, but it will build up in you like springs of living water. And those very things, those very wounds, those very parts of shame that you're avoiding in your life, when I give you life, you will go back to those very places and declare my life there. 
in your book, that Jesus encountered you this weekend, that when you were filled with life, you would realize, I don't need this bucket for more. The water I was seeking is going into this bucket, but it's swelling up in my own life within me right now. What bucket, what thing would you need to then leave behind? What I love about Jesus is that he meets us in the places that we think we need to avoid the most. What would be your bucket? What do you need to leave behind? You know, again, this weekend, talking about us being created in the image of God. Anybody show a hand remember that? Being created in the image of God. And then how sin really broke that relationship that we have with God. And there's this part where Jesus comes into our lives and Jesus says, not only do I want to come and take on your sin, when I die and take on your sin, I'm not just doing it for your sin. I'm doing it that you may have the same life that raised me from the grave. I got a question. Remember talking about eternal life. When does eternal life begin? This is good. When does eternity begin? When it begins. When does it end? Never. Eternity has no beginning or end. But it's what about when we enter eternal life? John 17. Well, this is eternal life that they may know the one true God and Jesus Christ who he sent. We already discussed many of those things and eternal life I can experience now. So here's the thing. If you believe in Jesus Christ and he died for your sin, and when he rose again from the dead, he has now given you life. And we believe this. And when we die, what happens to us? We go, say love. Y'all better say love. Expectations that you would lay that down. 
He wants you to come alive. That you have so much life that the things that hinder you, you run back to and use the life to those. I believe when I worship after this, I want to invite the worship team to begin to move forward. And as they do, I ask that in this time of worship, this time of reflection, in this time of prayer, that you would ask Jesus, where have I come for the bucket and you've come to bring me something so much richer? Where have I come and said, Jesus, why are you talking to me? And Jesus has looked at you and says, I see everything about you and I know it all. What parts of your life tonight that nobody else knows about what Jesus has named and said, I see you. And here's what's so amazing. Can you fathom that Jesus can see you and has not run away from you, but has run toward you? Could you fathom that he wants that living life to bubble up inside of you and to spring out to eternal life? The very shame and sin we want to hide is the very shame and sin he has died in order to redeem us. I want to end with this thought. You know, sometimes we know that Jesus died for my sin. Yes. He took on our sin as a sinless man who was God in flesh. And he took on our sin, not because that was his end goal. Do you know his end goal? What's your name? Yes. Camden. Camden. What's your name? Camden. Who else? I need another name. Right here. What's your name? Right next to you. Right there. I'm talking. Yes, you. Zamora. I'm talking to the leader here with the blonde hair. What's your name? Yes. yes. Thank you, Jess. What's your name right here with the gray sweater on? Yes, you. I love how shocked y'all are. Leah? Yeah, I want y'all to all hold, hold this in mind. Yes, what's your name? Amy. Amy. All the names named. Do you know why Christ died for our sin? It was for you. He died for your sin for you. He didn't just die for your sins so you could then live as you wanted. His goal, his price, his desire, his longing was for you to be brought back into relationship with Christ. It was for you. So tonight, it's not about just giving your sin to Christ and saying, I trust you that you died for my sin. It is saying, I trust that you died for my sin in order to then have me. You know that you're worth it. Do you know that you're loved by name? His goal was you. And sometimes we think we're so unworthy that we can say, here's my sin and I'll stay here. But the goal of Christ was you. Tonight. Tonight. Place the bucket aside. And realize that the goal of Christ was to have a relationship with you, that you will experience life to its fullest. So the invitation, not from me, but from Jesus, is when you come forward and be welcomed back into this relationship with Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you for meeting us in those places where we often go to hide and avoid from others. 
thank you for meeting us in those places of shame and brokenness and sin. Thank you that you have the power to no longer have to meet us in the places where things are perfect. But you have the power to meet us in the darkest depths of our sin because you have conquered death and brought life to those hidden places. You are seeking us tonight. For the reasons that you created us to be united with you. My prayer for us in this room as we confess and give you our sins, we at the same time surrender our lives. As we saw in this woman at the well, that you fulfilled that promise that you spoke, that those who drink of this water, that in them a well will spring up out of them of eternal life. May you spring up life in us tonight. May we come alive. We place down our small buckets and our small expectations and say, Lord Jesus, have your way to the glory of your name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Life After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.